Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Ireland's classic hits. I want to get to the cost of living. And, you know, when you wake up at a time when we are all pinned to the collar more than we have ever been in a generation. High earners in the public service, judges, senior civil servants, some medical consultants who earn over 150k a year are getting a pay rise. Oh, sorry, sorry. They don't want us to call it a pay rise. We're not allowed to do that. It's called pay restoration. Do you remember we all had a pay cut at the start of the recession, going back in 2008 or nine or whatever it was? Um, none of us ever got it back, by the way, particularly private sector ever got it back. But they're public sector workers in a particular category who are now getting it back. The ones that are earning 150000 According to the government, by the way, they can do nothing about it legally. They have to give it to them. So they're getting a pay rise. So while the rest of us are, you know, running around on our hands and knees looking for crumbs, they're going to get a pay rise, even though they're on over 150000 a year. Anyway, senior civil servants. The separation of wealth in Ireland is increasing at an astronomical rate. The poor are getting poorer, the rich are getting richer, and there's very few left in the middle. Tonished Leo Varadka has said Ireland has contingency plans ready to implement if there's a supply of fuel problem or crisis in the next few months. Not just the price of it, but the supply of it. He also said he doesn't think the plans will be implemented, but petrol and diesel are back up to 220 on most forecourts. I filled my car up yesterday for the first time in a few weeks. I normally just put 50 in it. You know, but I filled it up yesterday. It was 140 euro to fill it up. It was 221 a litre. And nobody is saying anything. Well, people are saying something, but nothing's been done about it. The government, there's no pressure seemingly on the government to do anything about it. We just have to continue to get on. Energy costs for gas, electricity and gas and oil are increasing again. Mortgages will increase next month. and Those on larger mortgages will really feel the increase. People can't afford to actually go to work anymore. It is co- I'll give you an example. It's costing me €650 Euro per month on diesel. Now, I know I travel up and down four times to Belfast. But €650. Euro. This time last year, it was costing me about 350 400 max. People can't afford to go to work. Parents are... N- I heard a story this morning about parents not sending their children to school because they can't afford uniforms and basic provisions to give them a bit of lunch. On the cold nights, people are not putting on their heating. And even though it is summertime, it is Ireland, the nights can get a little bit cold, particularly those who are elderly, and they can't afford to put on the heat. I spoke to a mother yesterday, and she said that all her children are having cold showers because she can't afford to put on the immersion. It's the truth. Large proportions of people are being pushed into poverty, because you've got to remember, so many people, by the way, are close to poverty, very close to it. And, you know, a little bit of an increase, which is almost 10% in the cost of living. It's got to push them into poverty. Every sector is looking for a pay rise. The cost of living, as I said, in the UK, or here in Ireland, is 8%. 9.2 this morning in the UK, nearly 10%. And I know people who are not eating, but um, preferring to put petrol or diesel in their tank so they can get to work or get the kids to school. So rather than spending €20 Euro that day on food, they're putting in the, in the tank of the car so they can bring the kids to school or to their football training or whatever it is. And of course, Ireland is not alone in this. Many other countries across the EU are feeling the brunt of it as well, which was what is probably a foundation for an economic collapse or another recession. As I said, 9.2% of cost of living in the increase in Britain, which has been in around the same as ours. Around 70,000 Belgian workers marched through Brussels on Monday demanding government action to tackle sharply rising living costs as the one-day strikes at Brussels Airport and on the local transport networks nationwide brought public travel to a halt, as it did in the UK yesterday as well. People looking for more money for the job they're doing. In Ireland, we've done nothing. With the exception of a march of the weekend that was organised by People Before Profit and Sinn Féin, which I didn't really hear much about. There wasn't huge pre-planning into that. Not very many people turned up. We're doing nothing. What happened to the Irish people? Where are you? You're not sitting there giving out about it, but doing nothing. What happened to you? What are you doing? During the water charges, you were all very active. So here we are in the middle of a crisis. And don't be fooled. I don't for one minute believe we have a fuel crisis in the world. I believe we have a political crisis. These are decisions being made by politicians. There's plenty of fuel on the ground. 
We don't have the refineries because they won't put money into it. We're making political decisions around not taking oil from certain countries, which reduces their capacity. Of course. But anyway, the government's answer to the plight of the people at the moment is to drive slower. Tighten your belts. Don't put your heating on as much. Drive less. Oh, and here's €200 Euro towards your family's electricity bill, which practically doubled over the last year. Piecemeal offering, isn't it? Oh, I forgot. We were told if you're struggling, you can go to the social welfare. That's what we were told during the week. But let's be clear, the social welfare are not going to help you unless you're unemployed or on very low income. The middle will get nothing. And we're looking into all the problems, or we've been told, all the problems will be looked into in Budget 2022 in October. No danger of addressing that sooner. So, you're on your own, folks. It seems you are on your own. And the question I'm asking you today is, if we have to wait till Budget 2022, which it seems we have to, what is the thing that you want to see addressed? Is it housing, education? Is it the price of diesel and fuel? The price of electricity? Is it your wages? What is the thing that affects you the most? That's what I want to know today. 87 8 How is this affecting you the most? What part of this is affecting you the most? It's the worst situation I have ever in 58 years of my life seen this country in. 87 Maria, you're an Ireland's classic kid. How are you doing, Maria? Hi, Niall. Now, how I want to you? ask you how you are and how's the dog? He's doing great. He's coming. He's in here. So sorry if 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 I stumble over words. It's how the the injury I have. Um, That's okay. Um, That's you do, do, Maria. You explained that to me the last time that you had an injury, neurological I, injury, and you don't have to explain it to me again. You don't I, have to make excuses. Well, he's 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 here and he's he's very happy. Okay. But, um, I have to say, as as and I'm I'm doing grand. I've got some appointments, but as you um, now, I was at the, the the march on the Saturday, and I have to say there was a lot more people there in Nile than was reported. Okay, Unfor- um, unfortunately, I, I didn't hear very much about it before it, which is yeah, it's is a bit disappointing. Nile. Did I? I actually, um, um, I, I don't know. I can't remember how I heard about it, but I had to Google to 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 actually find out when and where it was on and and stuff like that. That's how I I went. Did you bring Tam Tam with you? No. <laughs> <laughs> but there there was a few. I I think if if ta- I should have actually um, um, to to. Um, I, I kept saying, I text um, a, a few of my friends and I said um, I'd bring my dirty laundry and if Eamon Ryan had been there, I would have thrown them at him to say, you wash them at, 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 at 30 <laughs> degrees and see how, how good they turn out. Well, Maria, the last time I spoke to you, you were in a very difficult situation. I know some people texted in and rang in to help you out as well with the dog food and all yeah. sorts of things. But you had got to a point that things were so bad that you were choosing on days who to feed. You were the dog and you were feeding the dog rather than feeding yourself. Yeah. That's how bad things had got because you're on a disability allowance from what I remember. Yeah. And that's it. That's all you have. Yeah. And it's only recently that because I, I didn't honestly expect to be still here after after um four years but um i've only recently applied for the the the, the household package because i just Nile, i i'm i'm actually blessed that i'm i'm single and don't have children because i honestly think it's a, it's just it's someone it's embarrassing because if a friend asked me to go for a cup of coffee i can't you can't afford it's, it's, it. It's 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 because it's, it's, it's about a fiver to get a cup of coffee, and I'm I'm too embarrassed to say that I can't. So they kind of think I'm letting them down. But seriously, I know it's destroying your social interaction with other people and your social life, and it's destroyed yeah. everything. Yeah, like like sometimes I and and there was one man that 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 that. Uh, Ashling gave me the number of after your show. 
I couldn't contact him for a week because I couldn't afford credit. Oh, no. Well, you, I, I was going to say you should have rang us and told us, but if you couldn't afford credit, you wouldn't be able to. But you could have WhatsApped us or texted us, and we would I, have organised that for you. But it's... I'm... Niall, I'm such a, a, a proud person. I know, and I know. So hard. And it's... it's you know... But I'm nobody... There's nobody should be in a situation where you can't afford a bit of credit for your phone so you can just ring and talk to other people, particularly the situation you're in. There's nobody should be in the situation where they're feeding their dog and ignoring their own health and not feeding themselves. Nobody should be in that situation. Nobody. What I um, I have to as I said, I'm I'm blessed that I'm single and that I don't have children by my tom-tom. But other than that, I, I think I've probably would have topped myself to be honest. Oh God, I, Maria, don't be saying things. I don't want to hear I, I don't want to hear you saying something like that. There's sometimes Niall, I swear to God, it just it's it, you know, you you and even when I I I, I was working full time in, in in healthcare and working my arse off, I still would be on less than I'd say I probably would scrape by about Twenty or twenty-two thousand a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and I'm blessed that like I I I um you know I I live with my brother and and um um you know we we went to even the mortgage to get it brought down and they they were the government service and they we didn't want it um you know we we. We only wanted to a relief of maybe three to six months paying the interest. Yeah. And they laughed a lot. Well, well <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry to hear that situation has, has a re- no, risen for you. It's very difficult for people. I like, I mean, but what I, would you like to, I mean, what would make life easier for you? Obviously, an increase in disability allowance. But, but if there's an increase in disability allowance, it's, it's probably only going to be a fiver. Yeah. Do, do, do and, that's normally what it is, isn't it? A fiver or a tenner or something like that. That's not going to solve your problem, is it? No, no, not at all. Um, you know, they, they the government needs to 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 step. Like it's it's. I was talking to one gentleman about the the he he works in the fuel industry, and just the law. One thing he was saying that the price of the Two euro fifteen. The government nearly makes one one sixty seventy mm-hmm. um, euro out of that money. Yeah, well, they're making like, quite a lot they, of it. Yes, they could stop the 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 the, the, the standing charges mm-hmm. and and even try with companies to like you know. With I know they have expenses as well, but there's companies out there. No, 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 but well, hang on, hang on. Mm, so you're, you were right. They could, from fuel, for, from domestic fuel, i.e. your gas and your electricity, etc., they could remove the VAT yeah. and they could remove the... They could um, obviously cap the price if they really wanted to, temporarily, yeah. until the crisis yeah. is over. The crisis won't last forever. So they, they could do that if there, was an issue, if there was a political will to do it. But for some reason, they don't want to. I'm not suggesting they're happy to see people like Maria around the country. And there's lots of Marias around the country. Mm-hmm. There's families just like Maria all over the country who literally can't afford to feed the dog or, you know, or can't afford to feed their children. I spoke to, as I said, I spoke to a woman who basically is not eating because she's putting petrol or diesel in the car so she can bring her kids to school. And, and they're, they're, that's not a situation any citizen of the country should be in. Mm. You know, and mm. she's working. Yeah. And, she, and she can't afford to do that. So she's putting diesel in the car, you know. And I, look, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is, but people should not be living the way you're living. When I hear today, you know that high earners over one hundred and fifty thousand, like yeah. judges, senior civil servants, and medical consultants, are getting a rise, you know, and they're on one hundred and fifty grand a year. And there's Maria with a disability and a dog at home who can't afford to feed herself or make a phone call. It makes me sick, sick. You know. Bye. I couldn't believe when 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 I heard that uh, that was the first time I I heard it on the news just before your your program started, where they were reinstating the the people over a hundred and fifty, and I thought, oh my god! 
I know. Here we are. Oh, it's a rise. Call it what it is. It's a rise because yeah. that was money that was taken when it was taken from everybody back during the last recession. So it's a rise and that's exactly what it is. They get a rise and, in their pay. And you know what? Not not everybody has had their, their money reinstated no. the last recession. And it's, it's again, it's the, the, the working class people that like haven't had it. The bigger income have. But so, not the lower. So what's... If I could ask you what would make your life easier now, what what could the government, if they, if they were listening, if Leo Varadkar or Michal Martin was listening right now, what would you say to them to make your life easier? Un- I understand you're never going to be living yeah. the, the, you know, the, the life yeah. in a palace. Yeah. I yeah. get that. Yeah. Because sadly, you have a disability. It's a bit more difficult for you to get work, etc., etc. But mm. But what would make your life easier right now? think the, the if if they they aimed like even with the, because again if they if they they put the the wages up i understand that like then that will push costs up too so you have to be realistic in that respect but if they're issuing out like you know like say the 200 euro or whatever like that off the electricity was a great help but if they aim it towards people so, yeah, this is um, what no. Sinn Féin was saying. So it should be targeted to, towards those who most need it. Instead of giving the 200 quid to everybody, including people who didn't need it, who were on well, quite wealthy people, they, yeah. they could have given and, more to those who really needed it. And, and now, like, I mean, I, I, I sometimes wonder what, what planet that aim around us beyond. I understand what he means about getting, like, you know, the, uh, um, the, 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 the houses A-rated. But who has 70 or 80,000 to put up front to get their homes done? Yeah, well, yeah, well you get a 25,000, I think, is that the money that you get back. But you have to have the money in the first place. Yeah. And, and, you need, and, and they won't give you all of it. They only give you some of it. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 you know, again, it's only helping people that actually have. Like, I've gone through my savings. You know, be, because again, they they regulated money for me. So, to be honest with you, I'd I'd um, number one, they shouldn't be going on holidays. I don't begrudge anybody a holiday, but not when you know the 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 they need to to come up with some kind of a mini budget. Okay, well, look, Maria. Unfortunately, I've run out of time here, but I wish you well again, you and Tam Tam. And, and I hope I hope things get better for you. All right. And, you know, I know it's difficult when you've no credit in your phone. Um, but, you know, when you do have credit in your phone, try and, you know, give people a ring and have a chat to people when you're feeling a bit down. I know it gets to you, Maria. I just I know it does. So please reach out and talk to people, won't you? Thank you. I will. OK. I will. Lovely speaking and to you, Maria. Thank you for 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 um, 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 bringing these things up. It needs to be to be urged, and you're you're probably one of the only ones that is. Okay, well, listen, thank you, and I appreciate that compliment. Thanks very much indeed, Maria. All right, have a lovely day, you and Tom Tom. Give Tom Tom a rub for me. All right, <laughs> see ya. Bye. That's Maria and Tom Tom, the dog. Sadly, who was on the air with going back about two weeks ago when she was uh, feeding Tom Tom rather than feeding herself. Many people at the time actually uh, donated dog food to her or sent it in, uh, sent in gift cards for dog food or whatever it was at the time. But I want to go to Terry as well. Terry, you're in Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you, Terry? Hi, Niall. I'm grand. How are you? Good. Now, you work for Home Help for the Elderly. Yes, and, I do. And yeah. you are now going to ring in sick. I No, I had done. Oh, you have done. Sorry. I have rang in to, and I didn't say I was sick. I told the troops. I said, I can't get to a client because I didn't have the diesel in the car. That's shocking, um, isn't it? Yeah. So you, at the moment you have, according to Ashton Chesham on my screen here, you only have 10 kilometers in your tank right now. 10 kilometers in the tank right now. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to have to go to someone, a sister or a friend or something and just, now I do get paid tomorrow, but I just have to go and borrow it now just to finish work today. So it's pra- so have, of course it's practically today. practically doubled the amount you're paying on fuel over the last six months. It's practically yeah, doubled. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean like God, you know what? Twelve twelve months ago, fifteen months ago, I was after getting full time job. My partner got full time job. We've both been in a better place than we ever were, say two years ago. Yeah. Um I had 
um, when the pandemic started, I had a grown son with severe autism whom things got so bad that I was fighting, 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 got him residential. So then I was able to go get a full-time job, never worked because I had him, you know. So anyway, long story short, we're both working full-time. We are renting. Yep. Can't get on the property ladder. So we were in a good place, though. You know, we were renting. We were in a good place. We had a few bob left over. Finally, ends were starting to meet, so to speak. Ends were, and some, you know, and some. Yeah, and now it's back to being broke on a Monday and Tuesday. You know, you you get paid fortnightly. Your money's gone that week because your bills, your diesel. I'm, I'm so the car is just, it's just breaking me. It's breaking me. Uh, And see, and you know, when you hear people say, "Oh, everybody should get an electric car; it'd be so much cheaper," but she can't afford one. She can't afford an electric no. car. She, Jesus, no. no. I mean, you can't afford it. And plus, I don't, you like, an electric car is all very well, but we're not, I don't even think we're ready for them yet. No, you know? I, no. I, we're, look, I've, had, know, a, I've live, had a loan or two of them already. Yeah. What well, doesn't work out. Honestly, it doesn't nah, work. No, nah, we're not a bit ready for them. I live rurally. I mean, where am I going to go and get a plug-in for the car? You know? Yeah. Well, yeah. you can plug it in your house, but if you run out half of the day, you'd be lucky to find somewhere to plug it in. <laughs> Yeah, and imagine the bill then after that with your electricity. And the towing bill for getting it towed back to your house again. But but Terry, I mean, it's a very sad state of affairs when you've got, when you're, you know, doing some great work, you know, Mm helping help for the elderly, which is much needed, by the way, organisations like yourself and Alone and all those other organisations that do that. Yeah. And you've got 10 kilometres in your tank and you don't get paid till tomorrow and you don't know what the hell you're going to do. That's a terrible situation to be in. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Like, and, And I wouldn't mind, but yesterday... I had 15 euro. I put it into the car and the dial didn't even move. No, it doesn't. No, I've, I've noticed. I, I, I put it up on Twitter there yesterday and uh, that I went into a garage yesterday. I actually put up on Twitter a lighter uh, kind of comment saying I've just been robbed and people were going, oh my God, no. And I said, yeah, I got a picture of the perpetrator and I sent a, I put up a picture of a pump number four. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. but it was, yeah. I filled my car yesterday. I decided to fill it. And I said, ah, I'll just be done with it because I'll be skimping next week and I won't be able to afford it. It was 140 mm. quid to fill it. That's ridiculous. Like. I know, I know. Oh, 140 euro. Yeah, I, and, uh, yeah. And I, because yeah. I drive up and down to Belfast a good bit because unfortunately that's where I live at the moment. Well, when I say mm. that's where I live, that's, you know, I stay there at the weekend, et cetera, et cetera. Mm. Um, like it's costing me like, 600, 650 euro now a month up and down that's and it's just an incredible amount of money that's, that's a mortgage do you know I know I know it's yeah. an incredible amount of yeah. money and we're the same like we're, we're there now and like we say now between our rent electricity gas and diesel our bills just those just those bits and pieces you're talking two and a half grand a month I know yeah that's both our wages like yeah you know yeah so we can't even, like, I have a site with planning permission that I can't get a mortgage to build on. No. <laughs> and here I'm renting for 1300 a month. Well, I'm, well, I can't I'm, get a well, I'm hoping when you go for your mortgage, they'll take your rent into consideration. And the they rent, do. The oh, they, do but we, they do, but we're not earning enough to get enough to build. Yeah, I know. You see, I the know. building has doubled, yeah. it, you know. A construction yeah. costs have gone through the ceiling, of course, yeah. Of course. Gone through the ceiling altogether. What we got quoted for three years ago when we went for planning has doubled now. For yeah. the same house. Yeah, yeah. The, even the price of timber has doubled, concrete, everything has doubled. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. So, so, like, so, where's so, the Okay, so the question I'm asking people today, Terry, I mean, the government more or less told you you're on your own here and you get to wait till October. Yeah, yeah mm. there's nothing we're going to do about it. And it's going to continue to go up, by the way. They Obviously, uh, fuel costs are going to go up again yeah. in September. Um, so, if there was something the government could do to make your life easier, if there was one thing you could pick, I know there's loads of things, but what would make your life easier right now? Make it easier for people who are renting privately to get a mortgage, mm. basically. Like, you know, when you're renting, like, if I were to build, now, obviously, I don't want to build a house for 400000 I don't yeah. want a mortgage for 400000 So, obviously, I'm going to have to wait until maybe things in that industry come down or there's a crash in property or whatever. I don't know. But, like, even so, as it stands, 35 times your wages mm-hmm. you know I mean I know up in government they think that the average household wage is over 40 grand a year like they, see, they, they seem to think land. that all right yeah. they, they do yeah they're like it's not it's about 20 25 you know <laughs> on the average working family when you, you when know? You, and when you look at the news this morning that Ireland uh, next to Austria 
or, or Switzerland, should I say. It's it's Denmark. Se- yeah, Denmark, it's, isn't it? It's yeah. the second most expensive place. Well, yeah. we are that we're kind of we're on equal power now uh, as the most expensive place to live in Europe. Yeah, yeah. Why, should, why would I mean, we want to stay here? Why? Why on earth are we the most expensive, like the second expensive? Why? I mean, we're, we're a little independent republic. You know, we shouldn't be like that. Yeah. No, I was just saying to my friend the other day, I said, I think our little island now is a place for the wealthy and that's it. The rest of us are forgotten about. The separation, you know? of, the separation of wealth is yeah. growing. The rich are getting it's richer. Absolutely. I mean, just see this, this, this wage hike this morning. Oh, I know, I know. I hear. Yeah, yeah, but only you only get a wage rise, by the way, if you're on over yeah. 150 grand. Yeah. yeah. I'd, be gone, I'd be gone out of Ireland in the morning if it wasn't for my son. I, you know. Would you? Yeah, I'd go. I would absolutely go. I know, and that's sad, isn't it? Because we love our country, you know, but, love but, but, but we can't, love, we're being priced out yeah. of it. No, I couldn't. You just, you, you, there's no, it's like there's no joy anymore. There's nothing. It's just, we're all just, what's the saying? Are we working to live or living to work? Living working to work. To right, I think we're living yeah. to work now, aren't we? Living yeah. to work now, yeah. yeah. You know, and that's, yeah, that's bad. You know, I'm sick of telling the kids every two minutes. No, can't afford it. We can't get that. I don't do a big shop every week. I do one once a week now. And even at that, it's the food you is be, gone. You have to be frugal. Gone, yeah, you'd be very frugal yeah. about it now. Whereas mm. before, you could buy the extra packet of biscuits or whatever it you was. Could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You know, and you should. And why not? By the way, we you, should be allowed to. But you're both working. You're, you should yeah. be entitled to enjoy your life a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. No, I wish not? you well, and I hope you get some diesel or petrol for your tank. Is it petrol, <laughs> petrol or diesel you're you're putting in there? Diesel, I'm going okay. after. <laughs> okay, all right, okay. Oh, all right, crazy. listen, yeah. Terry, enjoy enjoy your day. Well, as thanks. best you can. Anyway, listen, thanks, thanks very much indeed. All right, thanks. okay. Bye. Loads of people sending in their messages, by the way, on WhatsApp too. I know other countries are feeling the pinch as well, but why are Ireland now all of a sudden officially the most expensive country to live in? Mm-hmm. Like. I just can't understand, like, if it's hitting everybody, why have we been hit the most and why are we now officially the the worst country to live in financially-wise? This government, for a long time, they need to go. End of story. End of. They just need to go. Well, that's entirely up to you as a citizen. The next election, I suppose, is the next opportunity you'll get. Oh, you never know. That could come sooner rather than later. Let me go to Paul. Paul, you're an Ireland's classic kid. How are you doing, Paul? How's it going, Nile? Uh, Paul, he said the government need to go. But the problem is, really, Paul, you know, what choices do you really have? If the government goes, should you watch in vain? Is that another option? Is that any better? People before profit. Who doesn't, like, really, they, they all have their own problems, don't they? Well, they do, of course. Like, but you've this government that are that are in power for years now, and like, look at the homeless crisis. They're doing nothing about it. They have years to do it, and they've done nothing about it. They need to do something now. And if they're not going to do it, they need to they need to leave office and leave leave a government take over that will do the job and do it right. So you're. You're in a situation, this is the, the one thing that really affects you, I suppose, when we're talking about the budget, is what are they going to do about homelessness? Because you're homeless for four years. Four years, I, I, I was in the system, I'm still in the system. They do nothing. Um, they, they, the council here in Cork City gave me a place on the HAP scheme. Um, the place is an absolute disgrace. And when you say it's a disgrace, what like there's mould or is it is it just one, dirty or untidy or is it broken or what what is it? There it was four there was four apartments in this block. I was up the top. It, it was like a converted attic. So I'd water coming straight through the ceiling in that place. Um an extractor fan I didn't I didn't have it. I had to cover lambs and stuff the whole lot. And it did you and, and, and did you mention it to your landlord? I did. He he he'd no interest in fixing the problem. So I well, see. Meant- unfortunately, when it comes to the council, if the, if you're in a hap scheme, right, uh, it's not the council's responsibility to fix the the property. Yeah, but the it's the landlord. It's a private landlord. landlord. The landlord can be ordered by the by the council to fix. Well, the problem. well, the council can withhold money unless it, unless he does it, but that can take time. The the, the end of the day. The HAP scheme is similar to the old rent allowance that we used to have. It's basically a government subsidy they're giving you 
to find private rented accommodation. Now, yes, there is systems in place whereby HAP can make sure the quality and the standard of properties that they're paying for is good, but they can't check everything or they can't be on top of everything. That's up to you as an individual to deal with your landlord to make sure that, look, I'm paying you X amount of money through HAP and whatever else you're adding to it yourself. It's up to you then to say to the landlord, this is unacceptable. Yeah, but back back in 2016 with this place that I was in, Niall, it was it was uh, on prime time investigates as well the same property. Uh, the council put a safety notice on the building around then, and the landlord took the safety notice down and moved us into the property. Well, well, then, well, then, well, if if, if that is the case, and and I, and obviously you know your side of the story and the. The, the prime time investigates featured your property or the place that you were in and there was a safety notice put on it or it was condemned or closed down or whatever it might be and that has been removed illegally and people moved into it. Well, then what, what's, what's happening is illegal. And the point, it, Paul, with the greatest respect, now I'm not having a go at you, right? And I understand and I empathise the situation you're in. You're staying there. That's your choice to stay there. You'll have to find another property if it's not suitable. I did say that, but in the meantime, when all that was going on, I made a complaint to the Cork County Council. They sent the fire officer out to the property. He condemned it immediately, told us to leave the property. Uh, and did you? Yeah, I had that. Okay, well, okay, so that's that part of itself, right? So you're out of the property, but you can't get another one. Is that what you're saying? So you're couch surfing now, at the moment. So you're sleeping on people's couches? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay, and is and, and have you looked on Daft and everything else? Is there anything in your area or anything close to you even? Yeah, it's it's near impossible to get a place. You'd want to be very lucky you now to get a place. And I'll, it's uh, tough. I know it's tough. Yeah, I know it's tough. Have. And and what's the going race? You know, for a single bed apartment in in Cork currently at the moment. Well, if you're going to be paying about eleven hundred euro a month, you're mm. going to get a dive of a place. Right. Okay. So you need to be paying fifteen to get something half respectable. Probably more than that, yeah. And how much will the HAP give you? The HAP, uh, homeless HAP is about 1100 Okay. What? What? By the way, Paul, if you don't want me asking, what has you in that situation, by the way, that you're in... I don't want to go too much into your personal life, but are you working at the moment yourself, or...? Um, I was I was working. I was working good few years through my life, but in the last few months, I'm unemployed, so... Okay. All right. And it, have you have you looked... Looked around for a job, or um, I might be starting somewhere next week. Hopefully, good. You know, I just that's a call away. So okay, well that's that's good. That might get you back on the ladder a little bit. That you can put a few quid yeah. towards it yourself as well. Yeah. Well, look, well, Paul, I, Paul, I wish you well, and I hope you get somewhere to live. Uh, and a lot of people in a similar situation to yourself, by the way, particularly by the way, single people, because it's a lot more difficult to get a property if you're single, um, and it's a lot less affordable, of course, as well, because you're paying your own. Um, but that was a dreadful situation to be in, by the way, to be in a property that was technically condemned. Shouldn't have been happening. But then again, and I say this to everybody, I know the council have systems in place in relation to HAP scheme to make sure that the property that you're in is of a standard that's suitable for living, but they can't be on top of everything. It is a private landlord after all, and if you're having problems with the property and you're paying, or the government are paying HAP for it, well, you need to talk to the landlord and make sure it's put into a fit uh, you know, that they basically turn into a fit place to live. And if they don't, then unfortunately you're going to have to move out because unfortunately the council can't be on top of every private landlord. Uh, the number is 87 188 They can retain the money, all right, but that's probably not going to help. I'm on an, an invalidity pension. Um, 15 years ago, in 2007, I was caring for a family member who is now deceased. I am only getting 20 euros more on the social welfare that I did in the carers once 15 years ago on my invalidity pension. It's wow. a holy disgrace. Basically, what I would like to see is a cap on some of the utilities, for, especially for pensioners like myself and all the people, that girl, that lady Maria. She will find um, it a help with the household package. I know I did, but I had to fight tooth and nail for my invalidity pension. It's a holy disgrace. I went to work at 16. I worked my butt off and worked bloody hard. Um, saved the taxpayer money, saved the state money when I became a, uh, um, when I went to, on to carer's allowance. It's a disgrace. I'm 62 years of age. And at this stage of my life, I'm constantly worried, you know, will I make ends meet? But I'm getting there bit by bit. 
hopefully it'll continue. But like, it's a struggle. I think they should increase the the pensions and the, some of the some of the social welfare payments, and they should also put a cap on the utility bills mm-hmm. for people that need it the most. And I love the show, and I'll keep up the good work. Okay. Good point. I think a lot of people have said that putting a cap, uh, certainly on on the utility bills, taking removing some of the VAT from the fuel bills, that would help everything, of course, because the fuel has a knock-on effect to the cost of everything that we purchase because everything has to be delivered by a truck at some point. So that has a huge knock-on effect to the cost of living. So we need to address the fuel. <laughs> they keep referring to it as a fuel crisis. It's not a fuel crisis. It's a political crisis. It's a worldwide political crisis, by the way. Decisions being made by politicians, for example, not to invest money into more refineries uh, because of climate change, etc., etc. And that, in turn, is causing a world shortage. And not only that, then, of course, we have taken away the fact that we don't get fuel from Russia anymore. Now, we did only get 10%, but some countries in the EU relied on a lot more than we did. And sadly, that fuel is now being sold at discount prices to the Chinese and the Indian people who are now refining it putting it into barrels and selling it back to the EU again at premium prices. The whole thing makes no sense. What we do is we virtue signal and our virtue signaling has become quite expensive now at this stage. Let me go to Rebecca. Rebecca, you're in Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing, Rebecca? Hey, Niall. How are you? Can you hear me? I can indeed. Now, going from one end of the spectrum, because obviously our previous caller was talking about elderly people and how they're badly affected. Uh, You know, you're on the other end of the spectrum. You're 21. Yeah, I am. Are you in college? Yeah, I'm just heading into my last. Okay, what what are you studying? Um, I'm studying classical studies. I don't know if you'd really know what that is. I, well, I've heard of it, but I don't know exactly yeah. what it entails. I mean, what, what does it entail, by the way, classical studies? Um, basically, like, people are going to say it's a stupid degree, but you study... Nothing, um... nothing is a stupid degree. <laughs> Once you have an interest in it, a passion for it, and you think that you can make a life out of it, a career out of it, that's all that matters. In this economic climate, I really don't think so. Okay. But... Um, you kind of study ancient Rome and ancient okay. Greece. I find that intriguing, by the way. I, I was only talking to my partner's daughter about this the other day. We were talking about all the Greek gods. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah, and it's it's. I, I love talking about because she was watching the movie Jason and the Golden Fleece and we were watching, yeah. we watched all that and we were really interested. Okay, Rebecca, so yeah. when you finish college, you believe Ireland is not a place for you? No, absolutely not. Like, I've kind of felt this for a while, but now that I'm old enough to kind of view the political landscape and what's going on, I'm definitely not staying in this country. There's oh. no way. Now, I know people are going to say, and I've said the same as you, by the way, I want to get out of here at some point very soon. When I say very soon, yeah. in the next few years, because I'm getting a bit older too and I wouldn't like to retire in Ireland. But in saying that, where do we go? Because there seems to be a problem in many countries around the world. Only the other day they had a massive uh, protest in Belgium. 70,000 people marched out on the streets. And I'm sure the government would probably stand up and do something about it because a lot of people are out in the streets. You know, you could argue maybe financially America might be a better place. Australia, Dubai, those yeah. kind of places seem to be more, doing better than we are. So where, yeah. where, where are you thinking of going? Well, to be honest, I've kind of heard this argument like, yeah, Ireland probably is on the same level as other countries but they have positives that Ireland just doesn't have yeah. like if you go to another country you'll get the weather which is obviously something people can't control but I think you can kind of deal with the higher cost of living if it's a better place to pay money to live in if you get me I know like, yeah no makes you feel better yeah yeah like no one wants to spend the cost of living here the inflation in the shops like I was in the shops the other day and like for me at 21 I shouldn't really notice these things, but you do. And like, why do I want to pay that to live here when there's nothing here for me? Like, I can't go out on the weekends anymore. There's no taxis. There's nowhere opening. They're closing down another nightclub. Like, it just doesn't make sense. Because it's just too expensive to operate these businesses. That's the problem. I mean, when I was your age, Rebecca, you know, I worked in the nightclub industry. I worked as a DJ. And we had, God, so many nightclubs here in Dublin, for example, and they were all yeah. packed every night of the week. They were all jammed. And it was a much better place for young people. Young people enjoy yeah. themselves, which is what they're meant to do, by the way, between the age of 18 and 25. You're supposed to have a good time and enjoy yourself. Yeah, before, we well, before you take on the responsibilities of the world, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. You're supposed to be able to enjoy yourself. And I do feel sorry for young people that they're not getting to enjoy that. I know, yeah, like, I'll never get to experience what you talked about, and I think it's only getting worse, and, like, if you don't drink, because I know I was listening when you had that conversation about you. 
alcohol, but what else is there to do? Mm-hmm. Like, I've hiked Brayhead more times than I can count, and it just gets boring after a while. Well, well I imagine it does. If you keep to, <laughs> if you keep doing the same one, you could try hold that, I suppose. And, no. but, yeah, I mean, it, it probably does. There's, there's, I, you're right. Look, it's a small country. There isn't a huge amount to do. And, yeah. and you're right. We can't control the weather. But as you rightly said, if things aren't going too well and you wake up and the sun is shining and the weather's warm and you can sit out and relax and even have a few hours with your thoughts, at least it makes you feel a bit better. Yeah, it does. Um, can I just talk about one more thing while I'm on? Yep. Um, so I texted in, I don't know if you saw, but it was like a picture of a shed, like a glorified shed in someone's back garden. Right. And it was going for a thousand a month. A glorified shed? Literally, like, you know, one of those, like, chalets, not chalets, like the showmers people build outside their back garden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For a thousand a month, like, are you kidding me? Like, the kind of people that profit off what's happening are, first of all, absolutely disgusting. But second, that they're able to do that. That people are so desperate that they will spend a thousand a month to live outside someone else's back garden. Mm. Like, I just can't believe it. I have a cousin who is a single mom and she can't find anywhere to live. And that just makes me so angry. Like, never mind that I'll never be able to move out. I'm, lo- I'm looking at the showmer here, by the way, the one that you yeah. sent me. It's in Kilbarrick somewhere. Um, but I'm looking at it and, jeez, I wouldn't like to be paying a thousand for that. I know. I, I would, I, you would be quite depressed just sitting in that all day, wouldn't you? If it's raining outside. I mean, it's like just literally a room. Over. It's a room. Yeah, literally. Yeah. And it's just the state of things. Like, if you want, if you want to ask anyone why they want to emigrate, just show them that. And then, what do you do on the weekend? Sit in your showmark because you can't go anywhere else. Like, yeah, it's just rotten to the core. It really is. I've seen, I've seen worse than that. By the way, that that showmark, I've literally seen ads for people renting out garden sheds. I can't believe it. You know, and if that's the future, Rebecca, for you at twenty-one years of age in this country, I, I can't blame you for wanting to get out. I really can't blame you. I know, like. If you have any caller that says, like, that Ireland, like, it should be a place that people want to live, just show them things like that. Like, there is actually no want, no drive to stay here. Even amongst, like, anyone I know, the only thing we talk about is leaving here. And so so your peers and the the people you of your age group, most of them are saying the yeah. same thing. They want to get out. Yeah. So who's going to be, I mean, we're, we're going to end up with an ageing population because all the young, young people will be leaving. I know, and that's the problem, and I don't want to get political here, but it's probably why we're so good at getting people to immigrate here, because we're exporting our own people. We need people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you no, know? I know. Well, Rebecca, I wish you well, and by the way, what, that's classical, whatever it is that you're studying. <laughs> um, I find it intriguing. By the way, what sort of career would you go into out of that, by the way? Just uh, working in a museum, I imagine, or something, or...? Yeah, from day one, since I said I was doing this, that's people's big question. And to be honest with you, I'm going to go back and do something else. But, but, but I mean, there is careers out of that. I mean, you can work in like a museum, I imagine, and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, you and, could. You or could tour guides. Yeah, you can be a tour guide. You can travel as an archaeologist. Like, there's a good few things you can oh, do. Oh, no, it's wonderful. Don't, I mean, no, don't. I mean, do you love it? Yeah, I do. I but, do. But don't, it doesn't matter what people say or what people think. Don't give up on what you love and what your passion is. I think, and I, and I find it, I mean, I was only, as I said, I only had this conversation with my partner's daughter the other day, she's 12, and she's learning all about it in school at the moment, and they watch Jason and the Aragonauts and all that kind of stuff, and she was yeah. asking me all about the gods, the Roman gods, or the Greek gods, and we were talking about Aphrodite, and we were talking about Venus, and all the different gods, and yeah. it's a, I think it's intriguing, and I think it's a wonderful thing to learn about. <laughs> well, cheers, that's a bit of good news for the day. <laughs> all right, well, keep keep it going, and just learn, learn more about it, and, and you could be a specialist somewhere you could write books about it or something like that you never know you could see my name on the name on the cover of a book but thank you (laughs) okay I hope so Rebecca and have a wonderful future and a wonderful life no matter what you decide to do okay thanks very much indeed there you go well Rebecca has summed it up young people not just the older people who were affected like the previous caller before that uh, by the cost of living younger people are affected because they want to leave the country they don't want to stay in what is now rip off Ireland and that's what it is. It's the most expensive country in Europe to live in. Theresa, you're in Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing, Theresa? Oh, how are you, Niall? Good. Uh, Theresa, what, what one thing in the budget would you like to see changed or fixed to make your life better? Uh, well, I'm not really thinking about my life. I think um, it would be 
other family members, you know, um, mm-hmm. I'd be thinking of. Um, the the low-income earners, Niall, who are in receipt of uh, the fifth, yep. it's just swallowed up. And I think these families should be brought in under the back-to-work allowance, uh, back-to-school, um, sorry, back-to-school allowance and the fuel allowance scheme. Okay, so the, I mean, that, that'll that be people be who are earning... Health. Yeah, okay, so for people who don't understand, we have what they call the FIS, which is, well, it used to be called FIS, the Family Income Supplement. Yeah, it's not it's called a little that. top up. Yeah, they've changed the name of it now to something else. But anyway... Yeah, I, can't, so, I don't know what it's yeah, called. Yeah, so basically, it, it the government... Okay, just to explain to people what it is, because some people don't know what that is. So what it is, is if the government decide that as a single person or as a married person with two kids or whatever it is, you're entitled to earn a certain amount of money. If you don't earn that certain amount of money, the government then will give you 80% of the difference between what you earn and that certain amount of money. So that's that's, right. that's roughly what it is. Yeah. And for some people, it's a bit of a lifesaver if they're not earning enough money. You know, it yeah. can be a bit of a help. But you're saying they should also get the fuel allowance and they should oh, also definitely. get yeah uh, back to school allowance. Yeah, I right. mean, I, I see families who are really, really struggling. I mean, I've seen a grown man crying because he can't meet the needs of his own family, his own kids. That's sad, and isn't it? Mm. Going, sometimes going to, um, as Eamon Ryan says, go to social welfare. I mean, I've seen a situation firsthand, a grown man going to social welfare last year, uh, or about 18 months ago, maybe, Um when uh, the work obviously couldn't go to work because of the pandemic and had to go to the social welfare to get payments sorted out. And for five weeks, there was no money going into that house. And I saw my son was, right, on his hands and knees, crying. They literally treated him like dirt. I'm sorry, that's a terrible situation. uh, He was getting no help whatsoever. He came out of there after being in there one day, so frustrated, he kicked the chair and he slammed the door. He wasn't abusive verbally or anything, but he kicked the chair and he slammed the door, come home. How is he going to go home to his wife and five kids? No money again. And the following day, he got a phone call from the the lady he was dealing with, apologizing because it was her mistake. And yet two days later, he got a letter to say that they will not deal with him again. Um, not even by phone. They'll only contact him, or he could only contact contact them by email. Now that's disgraceful treatment of people who are yes. who are on their knees. I then. mean, I, I can understand his frustration and why he might have did that, as long as he didn't hurt anybody or verbally no, no. abuse anybody. There was yeah. no way, uh, Niall. Yeah. you know, this was in a small room, mm-hmm. perspex between or glass, whatever between them. And after on the fifth week, he kicked the chair yeah. out of, out of his way no, and walked out and slammed the door. I can understand, um, and I can understand his frustration. He's a married, you know, he's a man with children and a family, yeah. and he has no, no money, money to feed them. No money to feed them. I can understand his yeah. frustration, and and they're and then they're the rent arrears are building up because you know there's no money coming in at all, and living from hand to mouth on borrowed money from people, which had to be paid back then. Of course, yeah. You know, it's scandalous. You know, but for how, how, how is he now? By the way, welfare. how is he now? Well, he's back at work. He's good. You know, good. and you know, it's just. You know, there's a huge, crazy, a huge amount of pressure, crazy. and I don't want to make this a sexist thing, right? Because with yeah. the pressure on women too, by the way, but if they're out there with careers as well, but Absolutely. men, men seem to take this very seriously, more seriously than women, because I think there's something within our DNA, and I talked about it the other day that men feel that they, they should be providing it's for the their provider. family. Yeah, yes. well, yeah, know, it's a I mean, thing that's, in their that's head. A natural instinct to it, men. And that's why, um, sadly, we see the figures, the suicide rate figures yeah. are much higher for men. Yeah. than women because men take a lot of responsibility on themselves and that was a real fear mm-hmm. you know that was absolutely a real fear uh, yeah for me and probably his wife as well you know yeah of course that, that this was because the toll it takes on people's mental health yeah it's just shocking and this government are just not doing enough and you know i have to say shame on this country that people are not taken to the streets in their hundreds of thousands I don't know. I know there was a protest march today, but I didn't see very much about it coming up yeah, to it. Yeah, it wasn't. Um, I, I think, you know, I actually think that um, the advertising for these things on Facebook has been shut down. <laughs> yeah, well, you know? yeah, I would, well, wouldn't, I wouldn't surprise me, to be honest with yeah. you, about what happens in this world that we live in. Uh, and people have texted and says, Niall, if you support the protest, why didn't you go? 
unfortunately, I'm not allowed to go because I work yeah. in radio. The Broadcasting Authority rules and regulations don't allow me to support protests. And I can look and I understand the impartiality aspect of that. But I'm not saying I don't support it. Of course, I support any protest, by the way, that will help the people of Ireland. Absolutely. Absolutely. As long as, and I do say to people, as long as it's peaceful. All right. I've been protesting since I was 18 years old and I'm 62 now and I'm still protesting. And we out there on Saturday? I couldn't get out on Saturday because unfortunately I was babysitting my grandchildren. Right, okay, okay. Okay, oh, well, I'm, well, I'm sure they're going to be having another one. Babies in. <laughs> yeah, I, I believe Sinn Féin and people before Profit organised them. I'm sure they'll probably have another one. And there was a big one there in Belgium. 70,000 people in Belgium walked the streets there at the weekend as well. There seems to be uh, a lot of them happening all over the world because the same thing is happening. Not to the degree it seems to be happening here in this country, but the same thing yeah. is happening in other countries around the EU at the moment. Listen, thank you very much, Trees, and thanks for highlighting that first. And I appreciate it. Uh, Trees, I believe those who are getting a family income supplement who don't earn a huge amount of money, uh, you know, the squeeze middle and all that kind of carry on, should be getting... Um, a back-to-school allowance, uh, like other people, and I believe they probably should, you're right. And they should also be getting a fuel allowance. Absolutely. If they're struggling, they should. Oh, my God. Is that girl Rebecca for real? At 21 years old, she feels she shouldn't be noticing the prices in the shops are going up and the nightclubs are closing or a nightclub is closing. For crying out loud, at 21 years of age, I had been working for six years and was saving for a mortgage. Oh, would you stop, for God's sake? She was pointing out that at her age, at 21 years of age, and I, at 21 years of age, didn't notice the price of things. Most people, I'm 58. When I was 21, like her, or should I say, like people should be nowadays, most 21-year-olds were enjoying life. They weren't saving for a mortgage. If I go back in time when I was 21, people weren't saving for mortgages at 21 years of age. What are you talking about? And yes, we did have a job. She's in college. She maybe works part-time. I don't know. I didn't ask her. She's obviously getting money from somewhere. But I mean, and she's right about the nightclub industry. The nightclub industry is decimated because they can't afford to open the nightclubs because insurance costs are so high, staff costs are so high, they can't get the staff. And sadly, a lot of people are not going out to nightclubs anymore. It's a cultural change too. There's nothing wrong with what she said. I'm having a go at her. She's only 21 years of age. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show.